Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the Flogcast for round 10. The membership Mike Raver from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the loudest member of the West Coast Boo crowd, Bender. G'day. And we've got our resident St Kilda Melter Cookson. Resident? I thought that was Pugger. <laughs> also our token <laughs> member of the Hawthorne 48% Penal. G'day. Representing the dark side of Essendon, we have Hadouken. Haha, <laughs> good evening. And just to confuse you more, since we've got Cookson on, we also have Ant, who sounds basically the same. Except I was first, so, you know, everyone else is clones of me. Kind of like the underscore thing, yeah? Yeah, exactly like that. So, Cookson, you're my bitch. <laughs> and we have a debutante this week, and he's here to have his right of reply at morgues after she melted over him, and we have go, you pups. Soft flogs. All right, floggos, we'll begin with the goo or tears, just like last week. Who wants to have the first crack at their goo or their tears? I've got one for this already, and I'm going tears, and it's Jake fucking Carla <laughs> kicking for goal. Sons of the West, you will be gone so my good. way. You could be amazing, but you can't kick for shit. You're like Levi Casbolt. But, <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Maybe He's one day. Man. Maybe when Fletch goes, we'll move him back. That could be okay. <laughs> He's gone, man, at this end of the season. Sorry to say. Oh, we'll trade him for, like, Bryce Gibbs or something. When Fletch goes, do you really think Carlos still going to be playing in 2040? <laughs> Well, you know, he's got the same build, all arms and legs. You never know. His kicking was woeful. It's not like it's the first time, but yeah. He will be a very good uh, centre-half back for the Bulldogs in 2017 <laughs> after his ban. That's all right. I look forward to the successful trade where we pick up, you know, Bontempelli in exchange. That'll be great. You'll get Cranberry <laughs> back or something. Nah, you'll get Jackson. No, seriously. Super Dodoro brothers will say, you know, we need to put five picks. And you'll settle for pick two again. And you had some tears. Poor little Ryan Griffin. He just—he couldn't get up for the game. Eat shit. <laughs> uh, penal? Yeah, I've got some goo. Uh, another another great young player off the Hawthorne production line. Daniel Howe making his debut. Comes on for a quarter. Racks up 11 disposals at 100%. Kid's going to be a superstar. He's the next Fife. Sounds more like the next Billy Hartung. I hope me. Hodge doesn't get him addicted to anything. The last <laughs> young prospect you had. It's borderline defamatory, isn't it? It's only defamatory if it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't take out an injunction preventing him from talking about it. Bender, what have you got for us? Well, I've got a little bit of goo. Not much, just a little load. Um, but it's for Harry O and his dance. And that re- that really made my weekend, personally, out of, uh, you, you know, he just wants to remind us all how much of a tension whore he is. And he brought the spotlight back onto it's him. It's not even Indigenous. What a fucking twit. <laughs> well, besides the Eagles winning and, and, and taking the ridiculous mark, that was my favourite point of the weekend. Harry just can't handle anyone else talking about someone else, can he? Well, come on, that's a traditional dance in um, Brazil. No, it would be something like getting a gun pointed at you. That would be Harry's dance. It would be a hands in the air, freeze motion. I was thinking like a knife stabbing, like a knife stabbing motion for his, you know, his campaigning against knives would be good. Go you pups, you had one as well. I don't know, if I've got some more goo, Nick 
that Mark. He can't take a mark for shit all season. Then he just comes out and takes marks in the year. Like <laughs> the ultimate. Just got Look, also Tim Gossage in the SAN commentary box. He absolutely just spat a massive load of goo. Commentating over that. He, he uh, went Peter North in the uh, booth, did he? Just threw it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> then he kicked the goal afterwards, and he didn't again. Cookson, <laughs> you have tears, and I think yours are the same as mine. I got tears for that fat piece of shit, Robber. <laughs> Calling us all racist for booing Adam Goods. I mean, get fucked, Robbo. We're in a bag of dicks. Uh, he's a lazy journalist, Robbo, in the words of Nathan Buckley. But yeah, look, Robbo wonders why Adam Goods gets booed. And I think we kind of saw that on Friday night with the dance directed at the Carlton supporters, which was ill-advised, is I think the kindest way of putting it. You know, if you're going to make an aggressive dance at someone, surely you do it in a bit different context. You don't charge at someone at the fence. And yeah, that's my tears. I don't know. I enraged Carlton supporters and that's always a good thing. Yeah, but they're a violent bunch too. <laughs> they have mafia connections. He could get, goods could get whacked. Exactly. He's more <laughs> likely to just disappear and they'll be saying he's sleeping with the fishes or um, in the harbour, you know. But also the other funny thing I did like about it, and did anyone actually catch Goods' dance? It actually was pretty good. The motion he made with his hand at the end though, it was a bit of a handjob motion, wasn't it? It was very Sydney. Jack Attack would have loved that, just mopping <laughs> up after that. There was a similar <laughs> handjob motion. Goods is beginning his career for the next Mardi Gras dance. <laughs> Look, the upside is that he'll hopefully be retired by the end of the year and goes into politics. He's not, and he's the SRP board's problem, not the rest of ours. Because I'm sick of the good shit fight. Personally, I don't know about anyone else, but yep. Anyway, let's begin with the best result of the weekend. And look, lolling at North never gets old. <laughs> never gets old. It was beautiful. Nine unanswered <laughs> goals in the third quarter. Just when you think they've exhausted all ways to lose a football game, they find another. Each more comedic than the last. Potential's turnover was just so, you know, just like middle of the ground, kick it straight across directly to the Collingwood opponent, straight down the other end for goal. Do you know who his target was? Like, I couldn't see who he meant to kick it to. There was no one even in the vicinity. He's missed his target by a good 20 metres. Oh, I think there was like, if you if you kept going in that line, you eventually got to a North Melbourne player, you know, in the middle of the ground, but he just kicked it at like four feet above the ground. He had an instant flashback in his mind and he suddenly started thinking, Carlton thoughts. He had post-Carlton stress disorder. <laughs> it was evidence that despite all his potential, he has not been on Carlton. That was kind of North to me, not Carlton. Choking like that. Well, the choke happened later because after they got in front, North who hadn't kicked a goal for a whole quarter, kicked three goals in about two minutes' time and hit the lead again, and then down came the rain. And washed poor Brad no, Scott out. Rain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Start just calling Brad Scott Inty Winty Spider or something like that. <laughs> Poor Brad. He was a multitude of facial expressions in the box. Well, he's how, how was the, uh, so, yeah. the post game as well? He looked like he'd literally been crying. His eyes were, were red and moist. Like he'd, he'd been bawling before he came into the fucking um, press conference. Blame the players. Took a leaf out of the Boomer Harvey book. Or Paul Roos. He got stuck into his players as well. Did he? Oh, yeah. On what is it? It's a show he's on talking. 360. He sort yeah, of intimated got... that there's a few older players that may not be around a lot longer. He basically said it's the player's fault and it's the coach's fault. Again, it wasn't his fault, it was his line coach's. Typical fucking ruse. Sorry, did I um, distract us? Yeah, you did, because we're laughing at Brad Scott. Oh, yeah. He had more tears than Ryan Griffin, didn't he? But, yeah, there was... He made a lot of sulky faces. That poor person over his left shoulder, whoever it was, got a lot of feedback from Brad all afternoon. Probably Sue's. Oh, Sue's, wasn't it? <laughs> 
Sue's instructions weren't appreciated. How about that uh, dropped mark that led to a Collingwood goal? Robbie I did Tarrant. not like that one. That was a that, shocker. It was potentially a great mark, but Robbie Tarrant is the Liam Jones of defenders. Uh, I don't think that's fair. Like he did a good job on cloak for most of the day, I thought, but um, just sort of like the rest of his team, once the heat was on, they yeah, kind of so all so just fell over. So is, Liam, so is Liam like Jones is pretty heavy, you know, <laughs> comparison. He's pretty much the worst player in the AFL by a huge margin. Like, he makes Jack Watts look good and committed. No, that's... I don't buy Jack Watts being committed to anything. Unless it's like... Liam Jones play or not play, as the case may be? Well, he kind of was a Bulldogs player, so yeah, I have seen him play. <laughs> just quite... Well, he's certainly taken to new levels, just walking around in the forward line at Carlton. Yeah, well, Liam Jones's problem is he plays best as the lead-up centre-half forward, but he has a tank to do that for about five minutes in the first quarter. <laughs> that's why he plays one good quarter a game. Back to Lowell North, though. The scowls on Brad Scott's face were that intense. It was almost as though the muscles in his face were working so hard they threw out his back. Well, I was going to say, it's, surely that was a result of the back injury that he's been bravely carrying through the last few weeks. You know, so sitting in that chair and having to spin around in rage like that really takes it out of your back. I thought it was because he's been carrying Norfolk this week. Or it's because of that massive chip on his shoulder he's had for six years since he arrived at North, because those things, they're heavy down at Arden Street. He's out for four weeks, though, and, well, this will be interesting to see how they go. I'm wondering if this Maybe, maybe he could appeal and just pay the 7500 <laughs> You know, has he been hanging around Boomer's wife, you know? And did she sort of leap into his arms one day? And did it just totally throw his back out? <laughs> Only Teach would go there. <laughs> Even Hey, he's not suggesting that Brad did it voluntarily or consensually. He's... Yeah, yeah, he may have not had a choice. I mean, let's face it, you know. Picking back he Boomer's wife? Yeah, but you just take a step back and let the cunt fall. <laughs> Don't catch her. Maybe he had like a bit of a bit of food on his cheek or something and she saw it and, and jumped into it. I was going to go the Sometimes same thing, but like he went, he went the, the last Cheeto or something. Yeah. <laughs> But Brad Scott probably did let Boomer's wife fall. That's why Tokyo had an earthquake. Oh. Do we have anything else on North vs Collingwood? Kanye yeah. West got really bowled over. What happened to Kanye North? He got taken out by Marley Williams. Really? Yeah, like he was some innocent bystander outside a Albany nightclub. Thanks for the correction, Morgs. But I thought um, we, Kanye we call it Albany in WA. Albany? Yeah. Is that like Derby? And you call, Man- <laughs> call Mandura Mandra. Yeah. Why do you call him have a haircut like he's a member of the old boys to men from the early 90s like you know that sort of weird uh, fresh prince sort of style thing going on Marley Williams that doesn't <laughs> sound like a name that would knock over Kanye North well it, it did he came onto the ground he went at him he tried to bowl him over because that's all Kanye does is the only youthful player at North yeah, and he behind. came off second best well, there you go so you can't even do the wrecking ball because he can't kick he can't handball he can't actually touch the ball I thought mm. his job was just to whack people yeah well, that's the thing. All these highlights are him hitting people, and all of a sudden he gets knocked this over by the ball. We're talking about. No, he falls <laughs> oh, over the other one. Field. Kanye balls over Dangerfield. That's all advertiser you ever see on him on Bigfooty. Yeah, cleans up by a little shit in Miley Williams. <laughs> What's going on there? And just on North, the other one youthful player, Luke McDonald, the North board have turned on him like you would not believe. Really? What do they do? Well, they want him out. For the steal of the draft two years ago, that would become an absolute elite of the competition and make everyone envious of like North. Everyone uh, gets rooted at North. I thought he was better than Bontempelli, according to North fans. Well, they probably said that once upon a time, but yes, the North board, the major centre. This is a bit like their um, Urquhart penalty. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, Gavin Urquhart was the greatest player ever to be recruited. 
fruited ever. <laughs> Super gaff. Be better than Kerry and all this weird crap. They're all nuts over there. Fucking love the North Board. It's great. It's what happens when you don't have an external forum for your own club apart from Aussie footy forums. Yeah, because imagine Bomber Blitz here. <laughs> all those targets. I don't think you could. I don't think you could. Well, what's the Richmond one called? They're just as crazy. Punt Road in. The one Biff and Eddie used to troll. <laughs> Let's move on to the Poofs versus the Crowbots in what was an epic game which I didn't see a minute of. It was apparently really good because it basically came down to, gee, look at Nat Fife do something amazing. Gee, look at Patrick Dangerfield do something amazing and just continue back With and sprinkles forth. sprinkles of Eddie Betts. Oh, yeah, he kicked two ridiculous goals. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> He's got goal of the year. I guarantee it. Yeah, that left footer was just off that so did he get some, But he did him in junk time or something like that, didn't he? The game wasn't on the line when he kicked him. No, the game was no, on the line. No, it was like in the first oh, oh, the Crows actually gave him the second legitimate scare after the Dogs game where they actually stayed with them enough in the first half, didn't get blown away and forced Frio to play four full quarters instead of taking the foot off the gas like they've done most of the year. That's what good teams do. We make them play four quarters. We don't stop at half time. The good team loses making them play four quarters. Is that what I'm getting from what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what the good team does. It doesn't win the game. It makes them play four like quarters I, to win. If, if, if Fremantle are, are drawn with us at 90 seconds to go, I reckon we say call the siren now. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this I actually did watch the game. Surprisingly, it was actually was entertaining, which is also very surprising. That would have to be the crows factor. Well, that's just because you're used to watching St Kilda game. Fuck off, Jose. True. <laughs> but yeah, no pretty buts. much. Life at Benfield was fantastic, and also fuck off, Jose. And yeah, Phil Walsh, our friend Phil Walsh, who's always good for a quote, put out after the game that it was good for football and it was his responsibility for football to let them go against each other because he believes coaches have a responsibility to actually make sure the game is entertaining. Can you imagine someone asking Ross Lyon that? Question: Do you, do you think coaches have, <laughs> have a responsibility to make the game entertaining? Ross Lyon would start darting his eyes around, and no, his brain would explode in sheer <laughs> No, he would look into the camera and say, "Fuck off." Do you reckon he'd get the shifty eyes? Oh, he, he has the shifty eyes all the time. They explode. But um, it's almost like a moral victory kind of comment, isn't it? Like, oh well, you know, I was trying to make the game entertaining. You know, like I'm trying to make it entertaining. But no, he wasn't but worried about point, winning. But he didn't put a stopper on him. And the most important question I need to ask, though, is: Did he tweak his nipples while you said that? <laughs> <laughs> That's only when he's confused in the box. He doesn't know what else to be doing. <laughs> We're getting beaten by the Bulldogs. Ooh, this is good. In Melbourne, <laughs> when you lose in Melbourne, they talk about it. How can I distract them? I know. But Frio are nine zip. Nobody gives a shit anyway. Frio Premiership players are still as bad as a rest signing as Bigfoot. <laughs> Long mate, continue. Someone's got to beat them. It'll be St Kilda around, surely. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Who do they play next week? Richmond. Yeah, they won't beat them. Not sure who they've got after that. I don't know when they play Hawthorne. In five weeks or something, but it's in Tassie, so you know Ross is going to rest half the team. Probably, so they probably like, will. Probably they will face, lose that game. They face us twice. We'll move on to Dreamtime at the G, which was right. the old man Fletcher's 400th game. Do we have to? Did Fifey go to the game? I did go to the game, and I stayed till the end, and unlike what some may believe, I actually clapped Fletcher off the ground, which is more than I can say for most Yesen supporters who were at the game, because ah. they fucked off in droves. Can I just say in general, I hate the you-left-early argument. Every team has supporters that leave early. Every team. Rich, all the Rich, time. Every game. I agree, but surely 
some situations dictate that you stay. Like, I don't fuck off early. If I had been at the game, which I was not, because I don't live in Melbourne, but if I had been there, I would have stayed to the end. I always do. Like, I've paid my money. I'm going to stay to watch the end, even if we get flogged. I don't care. Yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm, when the siren goes, I get up and just walk straight out if we've lost. But you stay. Oh, yeah. yeah. If the siren's gone, it's fine. Just stand up. You, what, you don't even you don't even stay to clap Fletcher. Ungrateful injectors. <laughs> he got subbed as well. Oh, come on. What has Fletcher ever, do- ever done for them? He come injured on. his knee, apparently. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't because there was no matchup after the second game I got subbed off. Pretty sure he won't play next week because he's done something to the back of his knee or something. Has he got third. arthritis? <laughs> Probably, but you know, it's, normally he can get over it. Actually, it was a really shit game. It of... was a very shit game. Now, something I'd noticed because I'd actually watched the Richmond Port game the week before, and I remember thinking, Jesus, this is a horrible game of football. What's happened to Richmond? Are they turning into Fremantle? We are playing some boring football. Yes. Is it because you don't have the talent to be attacking and go outside? So you've decided to become this dour, boring crap team? No, it's... Chip it's, it around, it's, chip it around, chip it around. It's not, That's it's all not that. I actually thought the Port game was more symptomatic of just how shit Port were playing. The Essendon game was genuinely boring and skill errors, but I think it was more of a... We knew where we had Essendon and they chipped it around. Like, that last five minutes, Essendon must have been out of legs because we were able to chip that round for five minutes to ice the game, which never happens in modern football. Mm. And it was ridiculous how easy they did that. Honestly, I think we'd given up at that stage because even if we got in a position to kick a goal, we'd just miss it. So, I so miss being able to be assured that they're going to kick a goal and someone takes a mark inside 50. But Carlisle was missing. Welcome down. to my There's world. No drive apart from Collier. Uh, Collier is a jet. He is awesome. Like, he tried to move the ball on quickly and give you a run and carry, but there was no yeah. one else really going, moving for it. But it was, yeah, it was a dull game and I think they were just happy to get the win despite. Apparently the most exciting thing based on the Bay results was the fact that Hurd was on the sideline. I've <laughs> seen someone, oh, James is coaching from the sideline. He's making it all about him. What? <laughs> or he's just standing on the sideline. <laughs> While the real coach coaches. He stands there. I'm pretty. <laughs> I mean, um, he does have luscious hair. but nice Anything else on that game? Or? Well, I've got to start here. Ever since uh, Richmond played North three weeks ago, they've won every game. Potential did not ski on them. So Richmond might have turned a corner after that, um, after that game. You're still so, sticking by the weight predictor. Well, he only kicked one goal three against them, so he might have saved Richmond's season. We'll wait and see. What if he gets dropped to the VFL, like, is dangerous for the X's in particular, but it does throw it out of whack. Mm, he won't mm, get dropped. He won't get dropped. We'll see what the new coach does. Perdukan <laughs> was talking about kicking poorly. Like, I don't think you're one to complain about kicking poorly once we look at the West Coast Geelong game. Yeah, but they still won. Yeah, but they kicked 14 <laughs> behind straight. That was fucking so bad to watch. I mean, that was mortally hurting me seeing that bad goal kicking. Yeah, it was hurting you. I almost fucking <laughs> my foot through my TV. <laughs> I don't, it's the f- first game of the year I've, that I've missed, and I was thinking, man, if I was at the at the ground, I don't know. You'd be booing right in the back of the head. You'll be booing. Oh, there, there, there would have been booing till my throat was sore. Just you know, as the players walked off at halftime, I would have run down to the Eagles race and, and given them a booing of their lifetime. It was horrible. It, they, they turned around in the second half. There was um, some woeful kicking. How concerning for the Cats that West Coast can do that kick four seventeen and a half and still be I think it was three goals up at the break something like that or fifteen yeah, points. Oh, yeah, bad, bad. I think it was sixteen points. I think yeah, sixteen points at half time mm. and then just smash them in the second. Like that's Geelong are one of those teams that were kind of almost might 
maybe be a contender, but just are not. No. And they're going to continue to make up the numbers. Teach will get angry. And... Yeah, Stanley was back to his spudly ways. They're a middle of the road side, as we sort of expertly put it earlier. I would also just say Joel Salwood has been very shit this season. Well, their free kick count's about to halve. Yes. Yeah, there's there's no free kicks. The rule changes come in, the duckers are being targeted, and Salwood's, he knows his time is near. What about yeah, Shui, Darling, and all the other West Coast duckers? Well, yeah, Shui's still hasn't been quite as in, in form as he usually is. I think he's only going probably about one high kick per game, I think. So he's 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 backed off a little bit, but we just got Selwood, the brother, back. So, uh, you know, well, we should West, be able to pump Coast, up the stats. West Coast haven't been as bad since Ashton Hams left. <laughs> yeah, I hated him. Could not stand him. Always dropped his knees also. Once they get rid of the dropping the knees rule as well, well and Claude's prior the opportunity, then... Why not if they drop their knees, you're allowed to clothesline them? Problem solved. The, well, that rule's kind of going. It's the Lindsay Thomas rule when he lent into Melksham with his knees low. He lowered his knees and lent into Melksham. That's going to be play on now. I don't yeah. understand why more teams didn't just accept the free kick and knock the hell out of the guy who's ducking and just really smash them. Because the MRP's been pretty untrustworthy prior to this year. Mm-hmm. And this year as well. They're just letting everything go this year. Yeah, they're letting Except Stephen May. Ridiculous. Poor Stephen May. Every week. Just... <laughs> I know, they let their Fug Fife go when he tripped over um, oh. Travis Stevens. Yeah, Thug McVeigh. Yeah, I mean... Teach couldn't believe. It seems like... Um, What's his name from GWS? Cameron can bump anyone he likes and not get rubbed out. Yeah, that's because he's from Sydney, though. They found these because they're asses. Anything else on West Coast and the concerning cats? Well, Selwood didn't draw blood yesterday, which was unusual. It was the first first game in a while I watched of his where he didn't get sent, well, he didn't come off the ground with um, a cut above his eye or where he You're right. He really wasn't from. near it then, yeah. There's... No, he, put his t- mm. nah, he probably put like a tampon in, like, in his eye or something. <laughs> well, my theory is he keeps one of those little tomato sauce packets in his shorts and he just that's smears cool. it on his face, like, you know, to, to have a break. So like wrestling, he must have forgot his source. Yeah, it's just like, like wrestling. wrestling cuts himself. Exactly. Yeah. Anything else? Nat knew he took two marks, which including the specky. He did. Amazing. <laughs> he did. He, he quadrupled his average for the uh, <laughs> for the year. And that royal thread's just been highly active <laughs> because of it. <laughs> it's quantity over quality in that. Correct. Well, that thread's going to deliver all through the year, much like the X's thread, which was another great win thanks to Kennedy really smacking him in the second half with about five goals. I think it was. He finished with six for the day yeah yeah six yeah. yeah like and at that point weight had already put the x's ahead of carlton so he really put the fucking nail through <laughs> the um carlton coffin with that mind you could have had about 10 if he'd fucking kicked straight <laughs> uh, take six before they started the top two le- or the, the leaders in the common are kennedy and bets, bets. Aren't they? that's great <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just shows what happens what you can do when you get out of carlton chris judd destroyed carlton that trade just fucked them completely. but they were fucked uh, beforehand I'd yeah argue. Oh. judd actually gave him a semblance of credibility where they rose the ladder and then they just fell back into a canyon again like they sacked Ratten and got ahead of themselves the drafting that they did during Ratten's tenure was awful like Bootsmer and Watson and Lucas Murphy Gibbs Cruiser <laughs> the list of sort of failed first round draft picks for Carlton is, is you know, the longest list in the AFL. Except for Melbourne. Melbourne's list is huge on that. Let's stay on Carlton, Sydney. Look, you coach, same shit, really, wasn't it? There was nothing quite like being able to kick back on a Friday night with a beer and just watch Carlton get flogged. How many times can that happen for the one year, though, before we get bored of it? It never gets boring. I've been doing this for years now. <laughs> It's yes. been going since 2001. So It's almost, and we have a couple of dog supporters who I'm sure will get melty over the amount of Carlton Friday night games, but it's got to the point where they've had that many this year. I'll have a surely, whole twilight a, game. Yeah. Surely a petition <laughs> needs to happen preventing any more Carlton games next year. It's off my got, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> 
They've got one, two. They've got eight. Yeah, no, I'm seeing how many more they've got. Two. I got two. I know they two. play us on a Friday night, and that's going to get very ugly because unlike Sydney, we actually sort of flog the shit teams. <laughs> I think so, it's Richmond and Hawthorne they've got. That's it. And there's the round 23 voting fixture. So they That'll be Friday night or a Saturday night. That's a Hawthorne game. So if Hawthorne, which won't happen because Frio will probably get the Friday night game that week, assuming they finish on top. We haven't talked about the Bulldogs game yet, have we? We're going to come to the Bulldogs game if we don't have anything on the Colas and Carlton. Sydney did what they had to do. Improved effort from Carlton. They doubled their tackles from last week. Buddy, buddy went all right. Seven goals. Good way to yeah. bounce back from his uh, donuts last week. But um, Kurt Tibbetts is still shit. <laughs> <laughs> the chest what a puzzle. waste of money. He's a very great decoy, though, for all the money they're paying. Oh, the best oh. decoy in the game. Hang on. Daisy Thomas. Jeez, he was angry. He was running oh. around trying to put bumps on and hitting Well, people. he was so oh, angry. That's the guy who used to play the Clearly mourning the loss of, you know, his mentor and possibly gay lover, um, <laughs> Michael Malthouse. He's possibly so angry. Distraught, you know. So angry at the media is Daisy. Oh, yeah. He's angry at anyone. He's just lashing out He's like an animal it's... in pain. No one's fault that um, there's, but yeah, I don't expect it to get much better. Like, just wondering, would a comparison of Daisy and Mick be the same as Nathan Brown and Terry Wallet? It's kind you of that, that level. It's kind of that level. Although, to be fair, Nathan Brown was actually good at his new club for a little while. Yeah, until he um, broke yeah. his leg. Yeah, um, he twenty and three, didn't he? Oh, he did. Actually. He did. He twenty and three. <laughs> Whereas Daisy has just been a small bag of crap at Carlton, and, and he's a highly paid one too. Yeah, yeah, like he's on more money there than Betts is getting at Adelaide, Ooh. which is just Carlton yeah. recruiting genius blunders again. of the twenty first century. They are. <laughs> Let's move on to yeah. We'll go. To, we'll go to the dogs rolling the Giants in the Griffin come home game. I, did, I didn't see this, but apparently it's not a bad game. Is that yeah. Fun? It was, it, was, it was a bit like the West Coast game. If we kicked straight, we would have won by 100. <laughs> I know another good thing is it's the first time we've had Callum Ward since he left us, like, you know, four years almost, so we got to boo him as well. Yeah, we're booing the shit out of him. I didn't expect it at all. That's racist, guys. Yeah. I saw a weird highlight where I think it was Minson kicked a goal. You were booing Brian Griffin with his eyes close together. That's racist against inbred. And it looked like <laughs> Callum Ward spun around and started celebrating. I thought maybe he got confused for a second. Yeah. But it just looked strange. We pretty much dominated from go to woe. Um, contested possessions were just mashing them out. It's just we didn't convert. That's been our problem all year. Well, yeah, and you oh. thought there was a period in the third quarter, I think, where you thought the bad kicking would hurt them because the Giants sort of did a little fight back and closed the margin to like 20, and you thought it's just and killed the game all over again. But credit to the go- credit to the dogs. They played for four quarters, as you like to do. Uh, good win. They got the steady goals in the third quarter exactly every time they needed to. Every time the Giants kick two in a row or something, the Dogs kick one or even two just to stop the momentum and keep them at bay. Then they ran over them again in the last. You remember it was last year or the year before, North would beat the teams above them and lose to the teams they're supposed to beat? Yeah. We are that team, we are that team this year. We've beaten West Coast, <laughs> Sydney, GWS, Adelaide and Richmond. And we well, pushed Frio. Glory, boys. And, and we all... And we push Frio till you know ninety seconds to go. Yet we lose to shit teams like St Kilda and Melbourne. <laughs> well, I look forward to when we play and beat you then. You, uh, it depends where you're on the ladder, man. No, we're, lo- we're one lower. <laughs> one other, one other thing though, and this might become a theme across the year. The Bulldogs banner was interesting again. Oh shit! Uh, oh shit! I found it funny. So um, the guy behind our banners and the one is what's his name, Danny. 
McGinley. He's a com- Bulldog supporting comedian, and I'm, so I'm guessing that it is his day job. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a shit comedian, man. Uh, some of them are good. So like the the Fremantle Iron Ore one was really good. Yeah. The Sydney Harbour Bridge one from last year was his best one. They got uh, a huge. They got a huge reaction out of some Muppet journalist. Oh, that's right. It was a Sydney-based journalist who didn't get the irony of it. He, yeah. I mean, he, 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 he wrote, melted big time. I do <laughs> remember that. Yes, that was good. Because what he wrote, um, the the West Coast Westgate Bridge is bigger than Sydney Harbour Bridge fact or something like that. It was yeah. completely ironic. <laughs> and they got the whole of New South Wales melted over it. Oh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. <laughs> Don't mess with their bridge, man. They love that. Oh, the um, the Eagles one was really good as well. Um, if you think Tom Boyd cost the earth, try buying a coffee in Perth. Very good. <laughs> Just a jab at the Tom Boyd critics, as uh, as Griffey would call them, the Tom Boyd deal haters. But yeah, the, this one wasn't good. It was something about something something doesn't look good in orange. Blah blah blah. Nothing rhymes with orange. It was just like oh, prophetic or something. Prophetic and poetic, yes. Yeah. Prophetic, poetic, orange and orange. Just Well, nothing does yeah. really rhyme with orange, though. So. Then why put it on a banner? That just seems like a terrible idea. Could have done a good shot toward or Griffin. That would have been better. I think they had one plan for Griffin and got boohooed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> it was a family guy one, I think. Yeah, that was the one he... Um, it was actually he tweeted, didn't he? Yeah, it was Peter Griffin in a GWS shirt, and it was... Griffin is a big fat idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move on from that game, Will Minson was dominant. Finally, Ace Cordy's out. Our banners are Did... poetic. Giants wear orange. Now that choice was prophetic. Nothing rhymes with orange. That's not too bad. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Um, it's better than black. Did anyone see? <laughs> Minson's ball that he signed after the game. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yes. Yes. The best $7,500 overspent or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was fantastic. Like, yeah. And he had, a, he had a big game after getting that overturned, well, which, that's as he should have. Mumford around, apparently. That was one thing I wasn't sure on the past few weeks. You can attest to this, go you pups. Ace Cordy is not a ruckman. Um, he's not he's a not footballer. footballer. He's shit. <laughs> he, hey, he's... We he mentioned William Jones before, but Cordy's got to be in that team. We got team. Mitch Adelaide and Sydney with him in the team, and we nearly bet Fremantle with him in, so it nearly worked. Yeah, Those... but uh, against Frio, Minson is, Minson is a very good contested ruckman. I don't know. It, it, something was going down. He's getting taught a lesson or something, but it's funny well, enough, we get our best back, best ruckman back in. Um, we take Roughhead back in, have him as second rucker, and we, we actually look pretty good out of the middle. Yeah, it was definitely more mobile. I actually really like Roughhead in the rock. He's moving around the ground all right, but like also, you know, he's been a defender the last couple of years. He's got a bit of a defensive mass about him, so he doesn't lose the one-on-ones. Yep. Uh, he worked but, um, particularly well with Mitch Wallace, I've noticed. Yeah, Mitch Wallace has killed it ever since he's came back from injury. Minton yeah. and Wallace as a combo isn't bad. Oh, sorry, I have to say, um, does anyone here have an Eastern Wood? I do. I do. <laughs> hey, hey, Ralph. He's going to be he's gonna be all Australian this year. What a gun. How, um, how many seasons has he played? Um, he's only about 25, so, yeah. He was a free he's agent. been a few, because he just hasn't, he hasn't really kind of, he's kind of jumped out of the blocks a bit, hasn't he? Um, he well, you know. came out of the blocks early because he started. I remember he, he was a rookie and he was on Butcher and they were both debut together. And he was like ten centimeters shorter and he beat Butcher on the day and they said it was good. But yeah. now we know butcher. that Butcher's just shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of Butcher, we'll move on to the Puffers. They turn, they 
just ran through Melbourne after after Melbourne got off to a good start, reminiscent of yeah the GWS Melbourne game. Umpires gave the Puffers such a massive leg up. Well, it helps when Melbourne can't kick a fucking goal. That's <laughs> and. Yeah, Lumumba did his dance, and but they they got some momentum back. Do we do we believe it? The oh, Puffers are teasers this nah. year. No. They're that team that look like they're they're like Richmond. You know, they'll show promise, but no, they haven't got it. Not yet. Not much else to say apart from yeah, I guess the crowd in Alice Springs. Um, I think was it you, Bendo, who thought you saw someone smoking a spliff? Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I remember I, I took note of the actual time so I could. Get a get a screenshot. Um, so when I go back on it, and on, but yeah, there's a it just flashed to it for a second, and it looks like they saw what he was doing. He took a little puff and a pass, and they, they moved off it pretty quick. So um, yeah, it was good footage. Pass it mm. to the left hand side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this is you know this is how boring the game is. Let's get stoned and um you know be a bit, maybe a bit more exciting. The number would have been seriously jealous of them. But it was it wasn't a terrible game. Make a but, um, it carcass of a puffer fish um, anyway. nothing else out of that game no. is going to swing the axe apparently as a result he's actually Jack there's what? an article on afl.com where he's talking about you know where is it perform or find somewhere else to play so I wonder if that applies to Jack Watts Saints yeah. oh that's, that's, that's yeah because he had a go at all his players and his line coaches but you know Paul Rose has did, done nothing wrong because you know it's not Paul Rose's fault. The Saints ran over the Bryans, came from behind. It's a good win. Rewald played excellent again. Armitage continued with his form. And they work well. So Armitage serviced Rewald very well, you're saying? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, He's been I mean, doing that for years, hasn't he? <laughs> but now it's only starting to bear fruit on the field now. Yeah. Steve has just played very well. I mean, unfortunately. Someone's got to be Zach Dawson. Waller got suspended for punching someone. He only got one week. Gotta love the new MRP, unless you're Stephen May. So how, how did that um, the, you know, the new great White Hope Bruce go? He'll kick one goal. He's allowed to have a bad game. He's like third on the Coleman. Could someone tell um Andrew? What sort of Adam H that? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot his um, name. How, He's a special, just, isn't he? How was how was the umpiring after after what's his name Foot, who is out to hate St Kilda, obviously wasn't umpiring because he won the free kick count convincingly. No, I didn't. Even, I was I was half asleep watching the game. I just woke up at one o'clock. It was twenty twenty three to twelve, I think, or something like that. It was. It was not that bad. We did not get reamed at all. It was yeah, fair. You won the free kick count by like tw- uh-huh. ten. Yeah, you know, nearly double. See, that's very plugger S there. It was fair. You know, we had a few bad ones go against us. It was only ten. Rewald didn't dive in that prelim. Well, didn't dive into pre-limp. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Lake was clearly, just a dumbass. Clearly, Foot oh, wasn't oh, doing oh. that game. Otherwise, there'll have to be a retraction on the St. Kilda board. But anything else out of that? Did Was the inflatable line out? No, I... Was it? Ryan well, was Tom a... Rockliffe broke his ribs again, which is... like He's got an inside 50. Year. He got an inside 50. That's two weeks in a row. It's like Nat Nui taking a mark. Yeah, he got he got an inside fifty and broke his ribs. See what you did to him, Madukin. <laughs> that's why he going, goes sideways. He, he got four this week. That like that's like a PB. <laughs> but they're all like forty-five meters out. So mm. no, I noticed. Um, good on him because it's not like he's done it before ever, <laughs> as far as I can tell. So yeah, this was a week for the unusual things happening. Who do you reckon yes, going to get Mark of the Year this week? Um, I'm going to vote for Eastern Wood. Jeremy no, Howe. 
Mark of the yeah, Year. Yeah, he's uh, Howell's was good. Howell's was good. So was Poplo. I think Fletcher Roberts was nominated as well. There you go. We've got two Bulldogs up. I think that's no, about it, isn't it? Nat Nui. We're going to get robbed again. <laughs> Jake Carlisle took about five really good contested marks and then kicked points from all of them. Or out in the fools. Well, yeah. I, let's move on to something else that happened that was rare. And Penal mentioned it, but Hawthorne actually found a young player who's all right down in Tassie. <laughs> And, yeah, Suckling got a reprieve. Was it Angus Litherland? No, uh, Lickland's been Billy Hartung. Dan- Daniel Howe, and he's already the uh, best player named Howe in the AFL. Um, not that that's hard to do, given the other guy fucking plays for Melbourne. But, uh, yeah, it was great. Like I said, you know, came on, played his role to perfection. I was very happy with um, Liam Shields' game as well and um, just great all-round. Well, oh, it was, wasn't it? I would call it a great all-round performance. But, um, you know, we did what we had to do and sort of, you know, nothing much too exciting to take out of this game except for uh, the debutant playing well. And um, James Frawley is looking like recruit of the year. He's been great for sort of two or three weeks in a row now. Game. He kept Buddy scoreless last week and he absolutely fucking blanketed Charlie Dixon this week. So oh, he scalped that. Yeah, well, Dixon was, this year. He was he one was of the informed forwards. Man. He was yeah. one of the informed forwards coming into this game. He kicked like 6-5-3 and three or something like that. And Frawley's done a great job the last couple of weeks. So yeah, but the Suns would have had less inside 50s than Tom Rockcliffe. Recruit of the year. <laughs> how, do feel, how do you feel about Suckling getting a reprieve? I think you Where'd know you my feelings, but for the benefit of everyone else, fuck Suckling. Hope he's dropped next week or else we're going to lose. Hey, Penal, what, what's, your, um, what's your name on Skype? <laughs> <laughs> I should change that, but it doesn't, it doesn't work if it's like Penal, penal Lake. Penal Lake. Penal Rothhead. <laughs> Hang on. Rothhead. Change it to, to Penal Leak. Uh, yeah. you, you change it to Penal Rioli and you'll get an ad request from um, Smackavani. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Let's go to the talking points. And we'll begin with well, we kind of mentioned this last week, but Malthouse did get sacked and it happened after the shit hit the fan after with his interview and everything. And he threw Trig in the shit. With the Eddie Betts thing. Uh, to be fair, Trigg throws himself self in the shit yes, with his well. stupid talk. Do do we think he actually did that? Trigg. Oh, of, course, of course they talk to him, but who cares? That's what they do. They yeah. talk to players. They get a verbal contract, which is totally fine. And then they leak. You know, when it's time to come, they put it on the piece of paper. Mm. It Every sport does it. So hard, hard, yeah, Hardwick got a bit melty about that this week. But yeah, Malthouse got sacked. He was because well, he knows Alex Rance is Gonski. He's not Gonski. He's Gonski. Well, nah. He's gone to Africa to do missionary Yeah, well, that's, that's where he... If he's Gonski, that's where he's gone. He's not going to another club. He's either quitting or he's not. It's just whether his religion allows... Fucking... I can't believe I'm saying this, whether his religion lets him play football. It's so typically Richmond if he leaves. To, to, for no compo, because well, he's not going be anywhere bad, else. He's not going anywhere else. He retires because of his religion, so we don't even get the compo for him. That is that is exactly how this will go down if it happens that way. I can just see that. It's from a mile off. It's so Richmond. <laughs> we draft the guy who goes religious. <sighs> you could do it the other way, which is to send him to live with Luke Hodge till he leaves from a drug habit. Um, <laughs> we, got du- we, we do have Dusty. <laughs> but he yeah. played well, actually. Yeah, yeah, good game. He's about your only really good player. That actually has some... Method to your madness, so you know, Dusty gets him fucked up and he can't remember what he was doing. 
And he, and he goes, oh, I'll just go play footy. <laughs> and the last time Dusty got him fucked up, he found God. <laughs> Alleged. Yes, let's go back to Malthouse, though. So is um, he praying the gay away? <laughs> it, it does seem a little bit that way. But yeah, the clusterfuck of Malthouse events, he threw Trig in the shit and the media interview and everything. It was just Carlton do sackings wrong. And Carlton what was it? everything wrong. What, what, was mean... it, what was that president's name? Um, Air LaGuardia or something? <laughs> uh, and it, the, I, I prefer when they asked fat him, bastard, but go on. <laughs> and when they asked him the question, uh, are you guys in shambles? Of course we're not in shambles. But yeah, the other thing about that is that not only was the sacking a shambles, but the next coach search is going the same way. Because how many people need? How many more people haven't even been asked to ruling themselves out? Has Vossy said no? <laughs> Vossy said no. <laughs> Voss, 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 Nix. Um, who else have we got? There's I think Stuart Jude said no. Stuart Jude. There is a there is a bunch of threads on the page just basically titled "Blah Blah Tells Garden to Go and Get Fucked." <laughs> Adam Simpson. <laughs> What if um, they're stuck with Barker, the guy who basically <laughs> was Hawthorne's forward coach, and the with was it Roughhead and, and Franklin, and then he came good once he left, and then he went to St Kilda with Rewald and Cosy, <laughs> and then he came good when he left. Oh, well, that's he's big, fucking that's shit. I was gonna say I'm prepared to put my name up for the Carlton coaching job. I have good experience. If catches anyone from Carlton listening, I can play How FIFA. Are you running a barbecue. Very good. After <laughs> cooking with cooks and show, remember? And are you are you an alpha on the barbecue? You're like you like no one touch your meat and you have to flip it all no the time. No Les Norton, that's for sure. I'm not I'm not as far as Les Norton. Doesn't let Doug near the barbecue. Um, you yeah, would I also totally... probably need to actually be near Bryce Gibbs. Yeah, you because know, he just seems creepy. Yeah, he probably he'll probably want to touch your meat if you're going to have it out on the barbecue. <laughs> that might be a problem. Raz Gibbs would be like, "Can you do my hair bun for me?" And you know, it'd be weird. I'll tell him to shave it off. Tell him to fuck off, shave it I, off, stop being a. I think company. I just heard uh, um, the sound of jazzy applying for the Carlton job. So you're saying um, players with um, buns, <laughs> buns in their hair need to shave it? Is that correct, there, Cookson? Yes, Bruce. Yeah, Brucey. So you. Excluding so Bruce, you, Bruce has wonderful hair because he's the prophet. Yeah, so Bruce. you want Like Sean Makers, McCart. Speaking, speaking of fucking players with buns in their hair, there's a thread on the main board called uh, "Best Looking Players in the AFL," and someone's posted a YouTube video of Sean Makers doing Jesse. a fucking commercial for underwear. <laughs> and I implore you all, if you have not seen this commercial of Sean Makers doing a. Uh, uh, doing an ad- underwear ad, go and watch it because it is uh, interesting wish- to say the least. Are you saying there's something he does worse than play football? Uh, he's certainly worse. Uh, he's worse with the ladies than he is in a football field. <laughs> is, it, is the underwear he's selling is like arseless jock straps or something like that? <laughs> no, it, it's it's a onesie. Oh. And uh, unfortunately, he is exactly the sort of person who would uh, be inclined to wear a onesie. Um, I think so. I entirely agree with you there. It's a very Hawthorne thing. Uh, let's, let's get anything, go kick a bag on his onesie. Yeah. Any anything else on Malthouse or Hardwick? I can say about Malthouse. He, he was premeditated with his um, calling out the Eddie Betts thing. He knew what he was doing because yeah. yeah. basically he didn't want to resign. He wanted them to sack him, so they had to pay him out. He's yep. a, he's not a dumb guy. And he wanted the money. He, made he wanted it to go so down and say for them. They just lacked he, the balls to do it earlier. He forced them. Because yeah, if if they 
if he just kept quiet, that would have done the pressure, pressure, you know, resign, lose your money. Pressure point, Judd would have come in and yeah. hit him in the neck. <laughs> but he's like, nah, fuck yous, I'm going down hard, you know. Uh, good, good on him for taking that attitude. The the whole, you know, if I'm going down, I'm taking you all with me because it's Carlton and it's funny to watch exactly. them Exactly, exactly. Um, Watching him chuck the match in, you know, and walk away with the explosion behind him in slow motion. And, and it makes the uh, conspiracy theory and all the memes about, um, hey, Eddie, it's Mick, mission complete, Carlton's destroyed, all that stuff. Yeah. There was a bit of Collingwood gear about that, wasn't there? Mm. Fiji Knight and his statue. They're happy about it. They've they feel vindicated, and they got rid of Thomas too, who didn't like Malthouse's sacking. Got quite teary over that. But let's go to the questions, and we've got just the one this week because Teach isn't here, and all the questions were directed to him except for this one. So this is from Benoit. Keeping on the North Cats theme, nine weeks into the season, North and the Cats are both on four wins, five losses, and 0.2 percent separates the teams. Which Scott brother would you rather be right now, and why? The one that's not having back surgery. Yeah, that's a pretty easy question. <laughs> Answer is also the one that's got the premiership cup and is not related to Sue's. Obviously. Yeah, the one I was going to say the one that, the one doesn't have to pee on Sue's in the shower. <laughs> on that one is. I, I'm actually going to buck the trend here and say Brad, just because Geelong's list is so shit, they're headed for like five years in the bottom four. At least Brad can maybe turn it around. I've got to pee on the shower, yeah? I'll go Brad Scott as well, because think about it this way. He's going to get it sacked, which means contract payout, albeit from Norths, but still, it's enough to get you a scratchy. So 26 cents. <laughs> no one wants a bad back. Fuck that. Chris Scott all the way. <laughs> That's to be a third Scott's win, one who's actually like a successful businessman or something. And well, not this is the third Scott's win. He's about four foot ten, swears a lot, <laughs> <laughs> which is halfway to Melbourne. <laughs> Uh, from trolling Geelong. Geelong is less fun without Teach here to say get fucked. Penal missing Teach there. Yeah. His heart's got a little bit of a hole in it. We're, He's not we're complete. such a great double act, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Penal to Teach. Like yeah. two sides of a very angry coin. Look, if I had to go out on a limb there and say who would be the well, bitch out of your relationship, I think it would be Teach to Penal, quite frankly. He'd be, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be giving it to you. <laughs> Let's move on to this week on the bay. Uh, vlog of the week. I think yeah. Lethality is back. Lethality? Yeah. <laughs> he only came back today. There's a good trade. Obsessed with Lethality, <laughs> aren't you, man? Me? No, not really. He's got too many appointments for me to keep up with. <laughs> so he, he out control C, control V2. <laughs> <laughs> it was disappointing we didn't see a St. Kilda mail from Pogger. That's a bit of a disappointment for this week. Yeah, but. He had no one to melt to. Brisbane Lions supporters have been vacant for like for the past four or five years, haven't they? There's one or two around, and they mostly hang out in the Tom Rockliffe thread and get angry. And you know, I was going to nominate um Fat Chook, fucking chunky chicken, for melting <laughs> in the Still melting in the again. <laughs> He's fucking he, lost. He just doesn't he get it. He doesn't get it, and it's hilarious. And everyone's just t- it's got to the point where everyone's going, "Shut up, Roby's winning beans, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, no, I think we all know it. it has to be Wigo. Wigo. Wigo PM. That's why I left He's been bad. Can I give an honourable mention? Apothefish may be worse than Amstaff. John Hart Jr. He has made so many shit threads this week. Are you, are you, don't come in, are you telling me he is D1? He is, he is being 
got he's he the one. Right? He has been so shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is he is he the one you're telling me? He's bad, but he's not D one bad. Oh, um, <laughs> he's had about ten threads the last week and they've just been all rubbish. Have they had any Come statistics on. in them and maybe a graph or two? <laughs> Can you make a graph with all the shit threads that he's made on them? Showing how many threads he makes per week? I'm happy to give it to Wigo. What does everyone else say for I'm gonna go D one now. <laughs> Uh, are, we, are we outing him on the on the uh, the flowcast? Are we? we just did. <laughs> we've we've kept this secret for however long. Since now he disappeared he after the oh, Giants game. Oh come on! He gets no, called. He really the is. LA's a big cup anyway. Yeah, he's day one. Oh, wow. uh, go you pups. We know you want to say something about Morgs. Write a reply. Let's hear it. Well, I don't like being a retaliator with Morgs. Morgs says whatever she has against the Bulldogs, she can continue. But Collingwood are just a bunch of downhill skiers at the moment. What she say Simple against the Bulldogs? Oh, she's just giving a shit all week. Really? I don't know. She for she some reason she I don't know. She just thinks I'm an absolute melter. But I haven't even had a like a meltdown prefix added to one of my to one of my threads yet. So how am I? Well, you, you've now spoken too soon, there, mate. I'm going to add. I'm going to say yeah, it's kind of go like his history now. They're all going to get meltdowns every thread. <laughs> I, I am that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So what else have you got to say to Morgs? Yeah, no, she can she can do whatever she wants. Irrelevant posters, you say? Yeah, I guess so. Since we're uh, talking Hello. about Oops. outings, has anyone noticed, by the way, that it seems like the Bay's greatest secret is kind of over? I've seen a number of people successfully identify goo recently. In I've also seen a number of people successfully fail to identify it and call <laughs> the wrong person out. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's one or two spot on the money, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, Duke, are you now going to say out yourself as goo? I've never outed myself as goo. I've always said oh, nothing about goo, and it's not me. I am goo. Because <laughs> goo is We're nice about Hawthorne, and I'm physically incapable of that. Um, I am spot yeah. Thread of the week nominations. I like the pick a new coach for Carlton one from Mofra. That was alright early in the week. That Nui Mark watch. That was the other way, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's been pretty active since yesterday, so... There's, of course, the X's thread, which is what, always... What about the Go Pops meltdown? <laughs> which one? There's yeah. a few of those. Yeah. Get fucked! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anything. Do we have any that we want to give it to? We could give it to the Flogcast thread where everyone was talk- Everyone went, yeah, I'm goo. I'm goo. <laughs> That'll do. Give um, it to Sparta goo. Doesn't happen often, but there it is. Last week's poll, what next for Mick Malthouse? 5.7% said hosting an E's Millionaire TV show. 7.5% said creating banners for the Bulldogs. 18.9% said writing angry letters to TV shows. 24.5% said cooking the barbecue at Bunnings. And f- the winner with 43.4% said Jack wants, wants Mick to play kick-to-kick with him like he did with Dale Thomas. Next week's games will begin with the Friday night. And, yeah, Richmond versus the Poof. So I was going to say, can't not play again, are they? No. <laughs> oh, thanks, fuck. Warning, this one could be a little bit boring. Well, another great Friday night football, yeah? <laughs> we won't win, no. So it's basically Fremantle versus Fremantle Light. Oh, we're not that bad yet. Oh, Come on. This is I only watched a the game on Saturday night. Yeah. You are that bad. No. But maybe that's contributing, uh, maybe Essendon were a contributing factor in that. I, I would call it an off week where we just happened to get through, yeah. You were that boring, you maybe watch a Frio game. That's not really positive. <laughs> it was probably the most entertaining game they've played since Rossline got there. Well, no, we're helping. We've dicked them twice. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, everyone on Freo? Yep. 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 Freo no, I, I, I haven't voted yet. Yeah, Freo. Okay, Teach. <laughs> Carlton versus <laughs> yeah, Crowbots at the MCG. Does anyone give Carlton a chance? Fuck no. Eddie Betts 
could beat them on his own this week. Eddie Betts needs to kick 10 goals. I'd need to see that happen. To make up for the emission of weight. Uh, no, I'm going to go buck the trend. I'm going to say um, Carlton are going to beat Eddie Betts by a point. <laughs> did Kennedy beat Carlton or did you lose by a couple of points? What was it? Kennedy beat them by like four points or something. Four points? Yeah. So Eddie could be the second exer this year to beat Carlton. But yeah, no one gives him a chance. I oh, give him a chance, no. but um, I still think um, Eddie Betts is going to lose by about a point to Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> this will be ugly like three figures ugly let's Adelaide watch the cup very good at skiing. and here's another one does anyone give the Suns a chance against the Colas no no, no. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes <laughs> I, I give them a chance like there's usually um one upset around I think um and you think this is gonna be the I one I think this is gonna be one of the two upsets this round that's all I'll say I'm on the um, penal train there. I'm saying, yes, Gold Coast is going to win. Wow. I think you're both deluded. Yeah, well, I'm going to change my tips at the end of the week. Can't. <laughs> I'm in a five-man tipping competition. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm third out of five people. Oh, actually. I get a bronze medal. I haven't even looked at it. I get a participation award. <laughs> Let's go to... This one's interesting. Essendon versus Geelong. The loser may as well call off their season. Geelong. Um, ducking Essendon. rule changes, so we'll win. Oh, yes, the ducking rule changes. So, yeah, Selwood are coming for him, and that's a good point. But I think Carlisle's going to spray him all over the fucking place. And yeah, well, occasionally they kick it to Danaher, and he doesn't, so that works <laughs> it's out. The, it's either throwing this game. I reckon Essendon will win. I think uh, Geelong will get up because, um, yeah. You just can't do it, can you, pal? Their old stages <laughs> they will say something positive about week. Geelong. Go on. No, they, like Hawkins will probably kick a bag. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. I know Essendon have good key Early backs, and Hooker but... will keep him. Uh, Hawkins has a great record against the Bombers. Obviously, that game last year where he uh, hugged the fan. I think we'll be seeing a repeat repeat of that. Hawkins to kick a bag. Hawkins to eat a bag of pies and Geelong to win. (laughs) I'm going to go with a draw, I reckon. Yeah, I'm going to go draw as well. Essendon to win, funnily enough. The Puffers versus the Dogs at Adelaide Oval. This one's also potentially close. Uh, Dogs will absolutely violate the Puffers. They're not that good. And the Dogs are. Portress ain't what it used to be. They've lost, I think, three games there this year. So I'm going to go the Dogs as well. Dogs to choke them in their own tops. Not that I'm a betting man, but the Dogs are paying $3.75 for this one. And you would think the odds would be much, much closer to 50-50, if not in the Dogs. Favor, well, so. the dogs are fourth in Roby's power rankings, so <laughs> he should be putting all his beans on them this week at those odds. Load up on the dogs with beans. Yeah, I hope we get a banner of bay covers too. <laughs> with, uh, Min- I'm Min- going to Min- tweet Danny McGlinney and mention that and say, Flogcast thinks you should be putting something about tarps or bay covers on. <laughs> He has to. If he doesn't, never tear up our tarts. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll tip the dogs Doggies. based on Roby's rankings. Dogs with no confidence. All right, can't you done? Eh, kick him in the fucking head. <laughs> nah, um, I'm a bit nervous because um, it depends which team will turn up. If we have that um pressure that we did like last week, you know, against Sydney against West Coast, we'll smash those pretenders. But if we turn up like we did against Melbourne and St Kilda, yeah, it'll get could get uh, out. You've got you've got Minson back in the team, so it's all good. You're gonna show uh Ryder and Loby up for the. Pre- Pretenders oh, they are. Right. Hadouken will be very happy at watching Ryder fail. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and you, just on that, did you notice, like, especially on the main board, the butt hurt people about the mince and overturn was was the puffer fish. Puffer fish. Oh, oh they hate him. Those that tears a- were delicious. Oh, they were melting hard. Especially since one of their own no-name players in some no-name league. What is it? The um. The snaffle. The uh, <laughs> NFLs. 
or something. What was his name? Um, Michael Moore is the fat guy. He <laughs> got robbed out are just player. weird as a collective. They just sort of turn on random topics as a like a hive mind. Well, they are West Horshamites at heart. <sighs> They're used to picking the tiniest, most bizarre things to troll them <laughs> and get worked up about. Who gets upset about Will Minson? <laughs> well, considering um, Pufferfish. Uh, Pufferfish do, do have a little bit of a case. I mean, he did sledge Corns about his sick son, though um, Corns did tell Minson that his younger brother who had to retire from bad knees had no heart. And then he, then he did a your mum thing to Dan- Danielle Pierce. <laughs> this sounds like a very Suze justification from Minson. Um, <laughs> how Suze was allowed to call Peter North stinky Asian fuckwit because he said Lindsay Thomas was dirty. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, uh, basically, Danielle Pierce was a dirty diving cunt or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and the port, the port supporters are, are not happy with the big wheel. Anyway, Giants, Brian's at Spotless. I'm expecting the Giants to bounce back. Again. I reckon Griffin will be best on ground, well away from any fear of pressure from some booze. Jeremy Cameron to kick about 23. <laughs> seriously, Brisbane did not have a back line. I don't know who's going to stop him, but it's going to be messy. Yeah, Jazzy. Do um Brisbane even have a forward line? I mean, they just got like twenty two midfielders, haven't they? Pretty yeah, much. Basically. Yeah. You'd need an inside fifty for a forward line. <laughs> <laughs> giants by a lot. Yep, Giants. The Brad Scott Cup, except Brad Scott won't be there. North versus West Coast in Tassie. Brad's not allowed back in Tassie. Brad Scott has ruined Brad Scott week for the Eagles board. He's pulled a fast one. Maybe they could change their pitches to chiropractors and <laughs> and so forth for this week or something. Dr. Nick. Yeah. That's actually worth considering, Fife, what you said at the start. Do you reckon he's not allowed back there after being on uh, shin-kicking charges? Do you reckon he's not allowed back back to the island? If he's in Tasmania, he's probably a lot of people's cousin. Or he um, could be in a restaurant <laughs> waiting for him when he gets there. Yes, yeah, maybe he's not allowed back there, and this is just a convenient way of getting out of it. Back injury. Mm. North just sweeping stuff under the carpet all the time like it's a raffle. <laughs> North is such a fucking terrible team to tip the games of because you come into this one thinking, okay, West Coast should win, but then um, you know this could be the one that North just sort of pull a rabbit out of the hat and like get Melbourne. their season back on trap. West Coast to win for mine. Uh, Eagles right. to win. Eagles. Yeah. West Coast out I, of this. Oh, West I, Coast's going to smash them. I wouldn't be surprised to see North win, and then we'll all just sit back and go, ah, yeah, North, topsy-turvy season all, all over again. But I am tipping West Coast on the basis of the, the power ranking. <laughs> I'll go North Hobart to get over the line. Just a coaching change could be the difference. Saints versus Hawthorne. Does anyone give St Kilda a chance? I do, Absolutely, I do. Hawthorne lose every second week. <laughs> they are due for a loss. What he said, and the manner of our losses has been such that fucking St Kilda, who are the king of comebacks, will be down by seven goals at three-quarter time, and St Kilda will steamroll us in the last quarter and win by a point. Adam Schneider will probably kick the winning goal, given the way our season. There is no way you lose to St Kilda. No, we are going to lose to St Kilda. No, we're going to get fucking smashed. If we lose by ten goals, I'll be safe. Decent game. He's suckling playing. Suckling is probably going to. Yes, Armitage is playing. Sorry, you're saying. Yeah, no, Suckling is probably going to stay in the team because he collected 25 ineffective, meaningless possessions on the weekend and will lose because of it. Yeah, all right, I'll go Saints. What the hell? Hawks are going to smash them. And Suckling is going to be best on ground. I just think, you know, who do Hawthorne have to stop Josh Bruce? It's not Gibson. It's not Suckling. It's not Clangers. (laughs) Between two premierships, Brian Lake and recruited the year, James Frawley, I think we've got enough tall timber down back to cover off Josh Bruce. Didn't you chips and kill 
but it'll, be, it'll be their midfield that smashes us. Nick Freewood always tears oh. by Blake Harper. It'll be Adam Schneider that smashes us. He'll kick six <laughs> goals because we have no good small defenders because Suckling's playing. Some guy called Jack to play a really good game. Well, our teams are fucking jacks. Yeah, there's like 12 of them. That's in Kilda, isn't it? Jack yep. offs everywhere. What about Bender? What's his tip? <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> he just dropped, so yeah. I'm going to say he's going to tip St Kilda, because I can. Whilst we're waiting for him to come back. Last game of the round, Queen's birthday, Melbourne versus Collingwood. It's the anniversary of Jack Watts' demasculation since Collingwood ripped off his manhood and they've never given it back. So that means Jack Watts is like reek from Game of Thrones? Pretty much these days. So there's actually a resemblance there. Marley Williams to play the role of that crazy guy that did it to him. He's got the prison experience, so... And he took out Kanye North, so yeah. Yeah, if he takes out the hard man of North, what's he going to do to the soft man of Melbourne? <laughs> yeah, Collingwood to smash him. Yeah, Melbourne won't have a chance. Collingwood. If only to smash him. This SK season will end, though, after this week. They'll find um, it tough. I'm going to say Collingwood going to do it easy, and I'm just reading the text here from Bender. He's saying um, Jack Watts to kick six and Melbourne to <laughs> do it for Watts. Do it for the Queen. Yeah. Both Queens. <laughs> Collingwood by plenty. Was that everyone? Uh, except Bender. But... Yeah, Bender. Hello? We've got him. Hi, oh, yeah. I just tipped for you there. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. I'll go with what Ant said. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, this was the Flogcast for round 10. Starburns joined by Hadouken. Hello and goodbye. Penal. See ya. Ant. See ya. Cookson. See ya. Farewell, my lover. <laughs> Bender. Cheers, guys. And for his first appearance, go you pups. Woof, woof. <laughs> I think Greg has been smoking. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, poor Greg. He's just being more bulldog, I guess. Damn straight.